This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, June 7th, 5.30. Thank you guys for joining us for this half hour show just for you guys up early like us want to say good morning to all the people checking in whether it is via tweet at mercedes in the am or you called or text us at 702-364-9400 we have tap listening in missouri rudy uh the texas moore family cujo is listening buckeye bob rick diana and sarah's checking in so is mike from north las vegas Dawn is listening. Thank you guys for that. Made it to the middle of the week. How you doing? Not bad. It was it was a nice Tuesday here on this end. Uh, I left here, and so Mercedes and I do a TV show on Channel 8 called Las Vegas Now. So I had to do a barbecue, uh, shoot a barbecue segment for Las Vegas Now, and I ate so much barbecue food after the show yesterday. And the place was right down the street from where our horse is. We had that surgery last week, the Desert Equine uh, Center. So I stopped by and saw contact and got good news regarding our horse. We should be able to take him home tomorrow afternoon back to our barn. So that was good news. And then I got home and I took a nice solid nap, a nice 15 minute nap, and that was glorious yesterday. Ah, uh, those uh, those naps are nice. <sighs> I look forward to the weekend naps. I, I don't ever get them during the week, but man, on those Saturdays and Sundays, I I go not for 15 minutes, like two hours. Oh, sometimes God bless three, it. sometimes oh. three. It just depends. And you go upstairs in the bed? Oh yeah, I mm. try to sh- close the shutters. I get out my um my blanket, and I am just out like a light. Go all in. It was nice yesterday because. Laura's out of town. She's in Nashville. So I got home. There's zero distractions. So I went on the couch. And one of those naps where I woke up, I set my alarm for 15 minutes. I still have stuff to do, whatever. So the alarm goes off, though. And I wake up. And I, one of those naps where you're confused. Like, what, what is it? Saturday? Am I a kid? Where am I? Is it 3.15 in the morning? It can't be because it's light out. That's how deep of a sleep it was. It was good. That's how, that sucks that you only do 15 minutes. When you get that deep, you should stay there until your body wakes you up. I, I was thinking the same thing as I was setting that alarm. Like, Let me go 15 minutes. I thought about doing 10 because it's under that window. I feel like 15, I was probably just getting into that deep sleep, and I just woke myself up out of yeah, it. Yeah, for you to get that deep into it, it in only 15 minutes, man, you must have been tired. <laughs> it was a barbecue food, too. I was just stuffed. You eat a lot of food. I'm like, I want to take a nap. How was your day? Um, it, it was good. It was good. I had a, a busy one. I hosted the TV show yesterday. Um, this morning was what kind of uh, was frustrating. I got up. I got my stuff ready, went downstairs, and we always close the shutters in our house at night. Um, one to just, you know, 
privacy. But two, when the sun rises in the morning, it'll get really hot if the shutters aren't closed. So I walked downstairs and I noticed someone forgot to uh, close the shutters on our back door to the backyard. So I just kind of noticed it. But then I also noticed water on the ground. Mm. I'm like, did it rain last night? And so I walk closer. I look out the window and I see just like water kind of all over the back porch. And I'm like, that doesn't look right because there's not water over on the far end. So I open the door and I go out and I'm like, yeah, there's that's water. And I kind of follow it and it goes like to the side of the house, either I think either a sprinkler head just broke or it's by our air conditioner too, which concerns me. And I was like, oh no. So it was that decision. Do I wake up my husband and tell him? I'm like, I'll send him a text. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I, I I forget what I wrote, but I was like, hey, um, oh, here it is. I think there's some sort of leak in the backyard. The shutters on the door weren't closed and I noticed water on the ground. I went back there and there was a bunch of water on the patio and over by the air conditioners. He immediately writes back, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Oh. I probably woke him up. He's probably mad at me. And then I hear him coming down the stairs and he went back there. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I wouldn't have noticed that if someone didn't leave the sh- the shutters open because uh-huh. normally they're closed. So I'm just waiting on a reply on what exactly it is. I hope it's not bad. I hope it's just a sprinkler head. Sprinkler head, head. yeah. Let's hope for sprinkler head. (laughs) Hopefully it is and nothing with with the AC. Was it, um, could it be like the condensation line above the house with the AC? Wasn't, it was kind of humid a little bit yesterday. The condensation line is not there. Oh. Yeah. So um, not in that spot. Mm -hmm. It's further back. So it wouldn't have reached there. I don't know what it was, but it was a lot had collected there because I accidentally stepped in it and it was like splash. And I'm like, oh no. So I'm hoping everything is good. I'm sure it is. But it was just one of those things this morning that you wake up to and it's like, oh great. Here Mm -hmm. we go. And then also yesterday I was upset because I didn't get uh, Matt Rife tickets. They went on sale. I didn't realize they went on sale yesterday and I thought they went on sale on Friday and I'm, I was in the queue. I was like 600 in the queue for like an hour. Finally, I'm like, I'm not getting in this. This is <laughs> you got not to happening. Do. So I'm hoping for a better uh, Wednesday. To, got off to a questionable start, but I'm ready to go. And uh, we're so happy that you guys are joining us. Let's get the show started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover by Sophie B. Hawkins. Do you want to hear My Boo by Ghost Town DJs? Or do you want to hear Replay It by Ayaz? Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. You can do it a couple of ways. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Apple may have teased a Ted Lasso spinoff. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Replay by Ayaz is the pre-show you pick them. 
You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. You pick a mix, Nutty 4.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. When it comes to Ted Lasso, is Apple toying with us? So a tweet went out Tuesday morning that suggests a new coaching team that's made up of Beard, Roy Kent, and Nathan, that this could be in the works for a season four or a spinoff of Ted Lasso. It was the picture of the three coaches in the locker room with the caption, Smells Like Potential. Now, to add to the mystery, Nick Muhammad, who plays Nathan, responded with an emoji suggesting that he was keeping his lips sipped, zipped, not saying anything. Now, co-creator Brendan Hunt, who plays Coach Beard, said in a recent interview that regardless of what they do next, a season four, a spinoff, they do need some time off to just kind of sort everything out. I thought it was kind of obvious on what the spinoff was going to be after that finale, but that was not it. What was your? You want to put it on the screen? I, I, well, I don't want to give anything away if people have it. You seen don't it. say it. I, I'm curious because um, I, I I left that finale just like full. I'm like I'm I'm very satisfied with with the show and how it ended. Uh, I thought it would be. Oh God, what am I writing? Hold on. Uh, I'll put it up there. In a okay, second. sure thing. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But they put that tweet out with the three coaches in the locker room, and you know, and with the, with that caption, smells like potential, kind of leading to maybe there is something else that's going to happen. So Ed Sheeran, oh, uh, that's what I thought it was based on the interaction between two play- people, and I was like, oh, so that's what's the that's what the next one's going to be about. I okay, I like that. Did you see that part? I kind of picked up on it. You, but do you know the part I'm well, talking Actually, no. no. <laughs> I have thinking, no idea what you're talking yeah, about. No, does it have to do with her? Um... It was, uh, there was a, a part at the very fight. end when they were doing the focus on everyone and it was between um, a couple of people. And Did you see that part, Steph? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I actually haven't watched the oh, last few, okay. but everything that you're talking about, I don't think is giving anything away. No, I don't think me. so. No, I don't think you're you're spoiling anything because I haven't seen it. I I, I feel like that's a big spoiler. I you I don't do. know. Do, 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 don't look at the screen. Steph. Yeah, now I feel bad. Does it have to do with her? Yeah, and and another person. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, I don't think you paid attention to this part. Or knowing you, you probably tapped out early. (laughs) (laughs) I I did watch the whole episode. Did you see that part at the very end with them? Maybe I missed that part. That would have yeah, to- you must have missed yeah. it because I was like, "There it is. That's the spinoff." And but now, so now I'm confused. I, I don't know what's going on. Interesting. Yeah. Well, let's stick with uh, sports here. Game three of the NBA Finals, five thirty tonight on ABC. Denver Nuggets, Miami Heat. The series is tied one-one going into tonight's game. They had a replay of, of the last game on last night when I got when I got in from the gym and stuff, and so I turned it on and where was your sister sitting? So I was watching about five minutes trying to see if I could see your sister and your brother-in-law Andrew last right night. Right behind the basket. So um, when the, at the beginning of the game, they were behind the basket that the Nuggets were shooting on, and then when they flipped, it was the Heat. So okay. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how to better describe it, but they were right behind the basket. So every time the Nuggets would score, you'd see my brother-in-law stand up and put his hands up, and you'd see my sister <laughs> in her yellow jacket just be like woo yeah they when were they there. were shooting taking foul shots were they trying to distract the other team Did I didn't see them? see them they were too far to the right so you didn't get the direct on but they were right of the 
of the basket. Speaking of basketball, uh, our WNBA champions, our Las Vegas Aces, they're 7-0, and and they beat the Connecticut Sun last night. Final score was 90-84. to They'll play Connecticut again tomorrow night, but a strong start at 7-0 and in the season. That's just amazing, and really, uh, I'm hoping that they go whatever and know for a very long time. Right? So Taylor Swift's 52-night, 20-city tour through the U.S. is breaking attendance records, and it's poised to be one of the highest-grossing tours of all time. But her errors tour's influence, its impact extends beyond just ticket sales and merch sales. Her concerts are fueling what they're calling a, a Taylor Swift economy, as fans are spending money on travel, lodging, food, fashion, and makeup to attend the shows. They say her impact when her show comes to your city is bigger than having a Super Bowl. Glendale was her first stop. They had the Super Bowl there, and that brought in around $600 million. They say that Taylor Swift brought the city more money than the Super Bowl. Yeah, she she does have that effect. Everything, it, it's pretty incredible. We were watching last night her uh, reputation tour on, on TV. Uh-huh. I think it's on Apple TV Plus, and we were watching that, and I'm like, man, she is literally a phenomenon. She is a phenomenon on how she's able to bring all these people together and just she's so entertaining it was one of the best concerts I've ever seen it was so good 65,000 fans there right just going nuts Uh, yeah and just not just her just standing there singing there's so much going on it's just it was really good now we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15 it's Mix 94.1 it's Mercedes in the morning Here's your host, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, June 7th, 6 o'clock. Thank you so much for getting up early with us. I have a random question for anyone listening and for the both of you. Do you have a home landline? We got rid of ours maybe three, four years ago. So no, we had it for a long time. That's a long run. But we dumped it about three years ago, I'd say. Okay, Steph, do you have a home landline? No, we do not. I don't think I've had a home landline for like 20 years. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, um, what about you guys? Call or text us if you. It, it, I, I gotta know. Are we the only people that still have a home landline? We we've had. I've had the same phone number since I moved to Vegas. Um, just always had the landline, and the reason why we don't get rid of it now is because our alarm is hooked up to it, and I'm sure it's an easy fix. But we have just kept it. Um, the only calls we ever get on it are from my mom. Or um, telemarketers. That's it. No one else calls us. It's probably a waste of money to have it. And then things like this happen to you. This morning, I mean, we're sleeping sound. We are just, you know, enjoying the the rest and relaxation. And at 1.47 a.m., the landline rings. <sighs> and my husband and I are like, <gasps> and the phone is right by my bed. And... Uh, or on my side of the bed. And so he's like, what's up? What's up? Is everything okay? I was like, oh. So I pick up the phone and I'm like, hello? And this girl goes, are you awake? And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I think you have the wrong number. And she goes, okay, sorry. And hangs up. So this morning I, I wake up and I'm like, did I dream that or did that really happen? So I looked at the phone and it did happen. I see that I picked it up. I just sent you guys a picture I took. I'm confused. And I'm like looking at it. I don't know the name, but then I look at the phone number and it's my phone number, but with a different area code. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's why I said I'm confused. I know your phone number. That's isn't that California? That area code? Yeah, yeah. Three two three, right? Yeah. Did, did you call it? N- n- no, but I wanted to make sure that I had it. It's it's L A. Three two three and my phone number at one forty seven this morning. That is so well. First off, too, that anxiety. Oh my! Uh, just gosh. going back to if you have a landline or when you had a landline, that phone rings in the middle of the night. You talk about waking up with your heart just s- stops or your heart pounding from the anxiety of like why is someone calling me at one o'clock in the morning? You're picking up just dreading because normally no good news is coming in at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, and just so curious. Yeah, why is it? Yet your phone number. It was a woman. Yeah, and she goes. Are you awake? I am now. And I'm thinking, it, was she like some sort of scammer or trying to find a guy? And she's like, ooh, I'll just try my phone number, but with a 702 area code. Or I don't know. But I, and I do remember answering it like I was a man. Because <laughs> I always do that when I answer the landline. Because I get scared. I go, hello. Uh. And she's like, are you awake? And then I go, in my normal voice, I think you have the wrong number. And she's like, oh, okay, sorry, click. So I'm going to call it later today. I'm going to block my number yeah. and call it and just see who the heck that was. It was just so random, and I had a heart attack this morning. It was just crazy. You got to let us know what goes through when you call. Because I remember doing that, too. Anytime I would pick up the landline, if I didn't know the number, I would not I would put on like a sleepy voice. Like, oh. <laughs> just so it would be kind of disguised. Yeah. Yes, we're looking for George Fernandez. Oh, wrong number. <laughs> we're getting a bunch of texts. One says, yes, we have a landline over 20 years. I still have a landline. I have one. I took my parents' old landline they had for 20 years. Lots of people still have them. I'm shocked. I really thought I was the only person that still had wow. a landline. Maybe it's time to get rid of it. This <laughs> this lady calling me in the middle of the night. Hey, lots coming up on today's show. Let's talk about 7:30. DJ Joe Green, the official DJ of the Vegas Golden Knights. We were talking a lot on the show yesterday about this song. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. And how did that song become the anthem of Vegas Golden Knights fans? We'll get the story behind that. Um, talk about some of the other things he uh, plays and just how creative he is. And also, I just want to know, how did he get that gig? It's He's so talented. Can't wait to talk to him this morning at 730. And then up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about the uh, that lawsuit against Dua Lipa. She gets redemption. We'll tell you what happened. Why you will not be annoyed by ducking texts anymore and it's a birthday celebration at mickey d's we're going to tell you who they're celebrating and the new item you can get in honor of this guy it's all coming up next in what's trending probably trending already we're trending well you do know that it's trending right mercedes in the mornings what's trending is on mix 94.1 dua lipa is trending this morning the singer is celebrating after a federal judge dismissed a copyright lawsuit claiming that her song Levitating was stolen from the band Article Sound System. We talked about this a couple of months ago. That group claims that the song borrowed the hook from their 2017 song called Live Your Life. Now, in the ruling, the judge said that there was no sign that anyone involved in creating Levitating even had access to their song, which is key in a copyright lawsuit. But here's what the band is claiming. This is funny. They say that One of Dua Lipa's co-writers had worked with a woman who was allegedly taught guitar by the brother-in-law of one of the band members. 
You lost me. <laughs> and that's how she had to access along. to the song. Uh-huh. Uh, we go Dua Lipa writer to woman who was talk guitar to brother-in-law of one of the band members. Okay, so, I see the connection. I mean, that uh, obviously she's going to get the song then, right? Well, uh, the judge didn't buy it. And, but even though the case has been dismissed, Article Sound System can try to fix any of the mistakes that this judge found in their complaint, and there was a couple of them, and then once they correct those, they can refile on an amended complaint. How could we have them here? How similar they are? Is that what you have here in the system to hear how close they are? Yeah, uh, we have them here. So you have here. Let me get this. Okay. There's uh, Dually. Okay, and here's Article Sound System, Live Your Life. I hear it. Yeah. Here's, here, here's a mashup of the two. Okay, I'm not going to come down on them because I do hear I do, I do hear this the sound. There's a, a, definitely a similarity, but um, the argument with the uh, the guitar player and all this stuff, I don't know. So it's very possible that they may uh, refile on that. We'll keep you posted. Also, this morning, iOS 17 is trending this morning. Have you ever been so ducking upset? Well, Apple is about to put an end to that at w, uh, WDC uh, 2023 this week. They announced a new feature um, about the operating system and when it's released. Now, if you're tired of your iPhone always auto-correcting your swear words, you're going to love this. The operating system will have an improved and more sophisticated auto-correct feature, which will learn your language and the words you use. So the keyboard, it leverages a transformer model, which OpenAI, which is the company behind ChatGPT, they use in their own language models, and they learn from what you type on your keyboard to better predict what you might say next, which it's whether it's a name or a phrase or a curse word, whatever. So iOS 17 is expected to be released as public beta in July with the general release in September, right, right around a rumored iPhone 15 release. That's when they usually have these new operating systems right before they launch a new iPhone. So uh, be expecting that in September. We're on the 15 coming out here. The I got to catch up. Yeah. Which one are you on? I think it might be 11. 11, I think, what am I on? I think I have the new one. Um, I got it for my birthday last year. Um, how do you find out which Yeah, one how do you have? know which one's you which? You go to general, and then you go to about. Okay, that's all. So, yes, I have the iPhone 14 right now. General about? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Model name. Uh, model name, iPhone 12 Pro. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, wait, wait out for the 15. That's three three phones away. So you've done well keeping that, that strong for a while. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, McDonald's is trending. They are celebrating Grimace this month. Do you guys remember Grimace, the big purple thing? I don't even know what he is, but Grimace? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So the fast food giants introducing the Grimace birthday shake. It's a purple berry flavored treat to celebrate Grimace's 51st birthday. You can get it solo or you can get it as part of the Grimace birthday meal, which also includes medium fries and a 10 piece 
McNugget or Big Mac. Um, it rolls out on June 12th or June 20th, rather, along with a new cheesy jalapeno bacon quarter pounder with cheese. Uh, again, June 20th on that. And that is what's trending. The game is two truths and a lie. So you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've heard of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. It is time for two truths and one lie. We are live streaming right now on our Facebook page and on our YouTube channel. Just look up Mercedes in the morning. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is lying to you. We've all predetermined who is doing what. And Steph, is it your turn to go first this yes, week? Yes, it is. All right. We got 30 seconds on the clock for you to tell us your truth or your lie. Are you all set? I'm all set. Okay. You start now. I've talked about this year. I've got a lot of dental work done. I got my wisdom teeth removed in February. I had six cavities uh, filled in, in April. I know that's a lot. But back in December, I actually went to a former dentist and they t- had to give me a crown. And so back in April, my new dentist said, hey, did you get a crown? I noticed that you you got some some work done before. I said, yeah, I just got recently a crown. Well, your crown, your bridge, whatever that means, it's broken. Oh. And so now I have to get it fixed. And now I'm feeling the effects of it right now. Like when I eat cold stuff yesterday when I ate the McFlurry, I'm getting a lot of pain. So now I have to go back to one of the dentists and get something done. Is it one crown or one cap over the tooth? Yeah, just one cap. So the cap crack or the like the foundation? Because I have I have a couple crowns. I got a bridge. I got a lot going on here, just like you. Yeah. Was, was the foundation underneath it is cracking, or the or the cap slash crown itself cracked? So if this is my tooth, it's like it's inverted. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it's the crown part. It's like the fake part. Yeah. That they filled. So it's it's basically any type of heat or cold that is pressed onto it is causing me pain. Mm. That hurts just hearing that. I hope you're lying. I really do because you me have too. had it quite a go. <laughs> When it comes to dental work. But is that possible for her to have all these problems like at the same time? I'm all here to think we're all telling the truth. But I, I would like to point out, if you're getting a cap or crown put in, you're going to be feeling the pain the next day. And I don't remember you being in pain at any point in December. Mm-hmm. Unless it was over vacation. Oh, oh she thought it through. Wow. Oh. She's got all her nooks in a row. <laughs> Throw her curveball. She's going to hit it. All right. Is Steph telling the truth or is Steph lying? You be the judge. Let us know what you think. Call or text us at 702-364-9400. Okay. That means I am up next. All right, Mercedes, you start okay. now. I am going to be in a Super Bowl commercial. What? Yes. No. I just found out. Well, it was in the works last week, but yesterday I got the confirmation on it. One of my friends works for the LVCVA, and she asked if I would be in one of their Super Bowl commercials. That's going to air during the Super Bowl. Get out of here. I'm serious. And it's basically touting Las Vegas. And so I'll have to be um, having dinner with girlfriends, dinner and drinks at a restaurant. And that'll be our portion of it. Oh, it's my nothing, God. It's nothing Oscar this. worthy or anything. Still. Just be like, cheers, Vegas. Yeah. I hope you're telling the truth. Yes, you better be. You better be. So We're, I'm excited. You'll be random girls in restaurants? Yes. Random girls. and uh, Drinking wine, she said. It'll be a sophisticated. She says it won't be a bachelorette party type thing. Because they already have that, you know, with the younger girls. And so we'll be all drinking wine and having some fun. Can you say 
this is a local commercial that's going to air nationally. It's going to air nationally. Whoa. It's a LBCVA, mm-hmm. and it will be on during the Super Bowl. Oh, I can't five huge. seconds I'm of fame. That is huge. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to have it. a viewing party now for a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Just for the commercial. Yeah, they <laughs> have Because they air, like, nationally all the time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that's that's the my story. I'm that is huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. Right. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So, uh, JC, you're up last. Is he telling the truth? Is he lying? What do you think? Are you ready? Yeah, I was struggling this morning. I'm driving in. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to come up with my thing. And um, so back in, back in college, I was responsible for keeping part of the 15 clean. The Sigma Chi fraternity. You know, remember those? I don't think they still have them. The Adopt a Highway. Yeah, they still have those uh, in California. I just saw some of those over the weekend. Well, they had them here in Nevada. We had a portion of the 15. It was like right around Blue Diamond. So I did it three times in 1995. We'd pull off on Blue Diamond and we would sit there and pick trash like a mile south, a mile north. And that was it. But we kept the 15 clean back in 1995. I've never heard that story before. And we've known each other for a long time. The 15 I don't clean. believe you. The 15 clean. It was very, I don't know who, like, uh, Brian Saliba was was in our fraternity, and he was, like, kind of the organizer of the whole thing. So he would get the trash bags from the city, and we would just pick up the trash. There were big orange trash bags. I remember those. And when we were done with them, we'd leave them on the side of the highway, and they, they he would tell the city, and they would come by and pick up the trash bags. But we did it three times. Did you have to wear something different so that you guys can make sure you stand out on the side like of the highway? Like an orange Like reflective vest? stuff? Yes. It was the 90s. We didn't do that. <laughs> We just showed up, put some gloves on, picked up some trash. And so I I did it in the spring when I was a pledge. I did it in the summer because I was still here. And I did it again in the fall because I was sponsoring a pledge. So when the pledges have to do it, I had to go out with them and help Sorry, did you say the summertime you had to do it? Mm Mm-hmm. This in the heat. I did spring, summer, and fall. Ah, uh, you had me till summer. Yeah, yeah. All right. What do you guys think? Let us know who the liar is out of the three of us. 702-364-9400 is our number. You can also comment on our live streams right now. Tell us who you think the liar is. Jeremiah says Mercedes is lying. Frank says, Good morning, all. Today I figured you are all such good liars that I flipped a coin and it came out that Steph is lying. Uh, this uh, text just came in. It says, JC has got to be lying. I can't see him going to pick up trash. <laughs> 15 clean. Go, go figure. <laughs> uh, I had to. The the, this one says, I think Mercedes is lying. Are they already making the Super Bowl commercials this early? Yes, they are. They don't just it. pop up two weeks before. <laughs> hey, what should we do? <laughs> Super Bowls this weekend. Anyone got a GoPro? Narita says, JC looks like he's lying. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of being on the live stream. You can actually see us when we're telling the stories. Okay, truth teller number one, reveal yourself. You're welcome, Las Vegas, 1995, the 15th oh! South. <laughs> Myself and Sigma Kai, we kept it clean. Cle- kept it clean in the summertime. Oh, let me tell you how hard we tried, Mercedes. We <laughs> <laughs> probably sat on the side of the road. We picked up a little trash. Truth teller number two. It's me. <laughs> I, I have to get my crown fixed, but that makes me sad that Mercedes is lying. I am a liar. I do have a friend that works for the LVCVA, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I wanted you to be your own restaurant. <laughs> I know. I wanted a viewing party. I'm not. In, I'm not going to be in a Super Bowl commercial, at least not right now. Right. So you know, that's it's not happening. But I had a whole thing playing out my head. I saw you like you're the one t- like cheersing. <laughs> 
was know. a great lie. Really that was an lie. awesome lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I thought of it, but yeah, that's, that's not happening. <laughs> All right, Hot Three's up next. What do you got for All us? All right, we are going to talk about adults and how they fake it when it comes to doing this. What is it? That's on the way. Also, are you a big Disney fan? How you can go on a world tour of Disney. We'll explain. And are you terrified of AI? Well, you shouldn't be because it could score you a date. All of that and more is coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, Here we go. Time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Think twice before you shake someone's hand. A new survey has found nearly half of Americans don't do a great job of washing their hands. And some don't even use soap. 93% of adults believe hand washing is essential to maintaining their overall health. More, most surprisingly, though, 45% admit that they skip the soap altogether and just rinse their hands. That was the one thing I liked about COVID is that we stopped shaking hands. And now it's back. Now we're, we're shaking hands again like nothing ever happened. Yeah, I was I, I was uh, meeting a buddy of mine. He came out of the restroom and I appreciate his that he washed his hands, but shook his hand and his hand was wet. Like, ah, and, and that's a given, too, at least for me. Anytime I leave the restroom, I, I always make sure my hands are as close to dry as possible. Because if, if they're partially dry, semi-dry, it is a guarantee I'm going to walk out of that restroom and see someone. We're going to have to shake their hand. And, and then they, you say, I just washed my hands. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wash my hands. <laughs> I, it always happens to me. Or I'll say, I would shake your hand, but they're wet because I just washed them. Mm. And that's my way of getting out of it. I should just do that all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> at a business meeting. Hi, I would shake your hand, but I just washed them. Mercedes, Sorry. you just got out of your car. I know. Well, I washed them in the car. 
car. Um, also this morning, are you a Disney fan? This sounds like the ultimate Disney fan experience. Is this something you would try? Disney is giving rich Mickey fans the chance to visit all 12 Disney theme parks in one round-the-world trip. The cost, $114,995 per person. Oh, uh, if you just say like a family of four or something, <laughs> then they'll take 75 passengers to six countries over 24 days on this trip. And in addition to visits to the theme parks, they'll also make some pretty cool tourist stops at the Taj Mahal, the Pyramids of Giza and the Eiffel Tower. You and Steph are the two biggest Disney fans that I know, hands down. And 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 you're the out of the two, you lead the two Mercedes. Oh, why? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you two be down to do a Disney quiz against each other? Oh, going against Mercedes will be tough, but I'd be down. I I mean, I'll try it. I I don't know as much trivia as you guys might think, but um, I'll give it a shot. Would you rather be park knowledge or just Disney? Because I'll put this together: park knowledge is Disney in general. Ooh. I say Disney in general. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, you Can don't you have do it ready? No, no. Oh, I was like, are we doing this now? No, I got to put it together. Okay, oh. yeah, I, I think we could do both. I, is there like categories for parks and for just n- uh, overall n- knowledge of Disney? I'll make it that way if okay. you want it. All right, let's do it. Ooh, it's going to be good. Can I see the questions before you Yes, answer? you can. <laughs> I'll take care of you. All right, thank you. Um, finally, this morning, artificial intelligence. It's been in the news a lot this year. And some people are concerned AI is going to steal their job, invade their privacy, take over the world. That being said, single people are a lot more chill about AI if it can help them score a date. An online dating app called Flirtini, they just had did the survey of single Americans from 18 to 40, and they wanted them to gauge their feelings on AI-related functions in online dating. 69% of single people expressed either positive or neutral interest in adding AI tools to the dating process. Another 69% are also fine with AI, helping them create a better profile. 61% of users say they're cool with the prospect of around-the-clock interaction with an AI assistant. And 67% would embrace AI tools that could more accurately help them determine the perfect match for them. Would you be cool with that, using AI to get a date? Mm, I don't know. No, would you? But then again, I I haven't gone on a date in 20 years. So I haven't done any of the online dating apps. I think my first step would be to try an online, like some kind of dating app or something to see what happens. If then that's not working, maybe I go to ChatGPT to set me up. There's a... Chat GPT to set you up. Well, the AI world. Yeah. Me up. Okay. Yeah. Um. So on Snapchat, I don't know if you ever go on there, but they created this new AI assistant for you. So you kind of you create your assistant, you give them a name, and and if you have any questions, you can go on there and ask them. And it's just so weird. I I don't use it, but I see my kids using it, and they'll ask all these questions to their AI assistant. Um. I created mine. Uh, here's a picture of her. Her name is Emily. <laughs> Did you give her the name Emily or came yeah, up with Emily? I gave her the name uh-huh. Emily and I created a really cool outfit for her and uh, all that. But you you go to this assistant if you need help with anything. And it's it's literally like your own personal assistant. It's really crazy. What's an example of like, hey, I need I need to get a reservation at this restaurant. Can you um, take care of it? Or what's a good Italian restaurant to go to this weekend? Let me see. I'll ask like... Um, Emily, what? Oh, wait, hold on. Okay. Press and hold. 
Emily, what is the best time of day for me to drive from Las Vegas to Pahrump? And now Emily is analyzing it. <laughs> she said, sorry, I don't understand that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Never hasn't mind. been to Pahrump yet. She's like, I don't want to go to Don't go to Pahrump. <laughs> Any time of the day. Traffic's very easy to get to Pahrump. It's a wonderful town. We go live in our 7 a.m. social club coming up in three minutes. In less than a half hour, DJ Joe Green is going to be on the show. He is the soundtrack of the Vegas Golden Knights games. You think of all the funny songs you hear uh, at the right time, the right place, or the hype of songs. He's the man behind them, and we're going to talk to him about that gig and how he got it. And uh, hopefully we don't have another game at the T-Mobile Arena. I'm cool with the sweep, but in case we do... He will be there um, making us all have a great time. So that's coming up at 730. Okay, so JC earlier was saying how Steph and I are the two uh, adults that he knows that are the most Disney obsessed. Me coming in first place. Yes, if I had to rank the two, you'd be top of uh, Steph right behind her. Right behind her. On that, And it's true. I just got back from Disneyland over the weekend. I love that place. I've been there quite a few times and I feel really grateful for that. And it never gets old every single time. I I, I have the best time. I know you feel the same way, Steph. You were there the weekend before I was there. I was there the week, yes. And I, when I lived in San Diego, I had an annual pass. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm not trying to brag, but no, Mercedes knows her stuff. That's it's a game be a changer. Tough I don't know. I've never had an annual pass. Yeah. So JC put together this Disney quiz uh, and, and play along. See if you... Uh, are able to answer some of these questions. I'm actually a little nervous. I, I talk the talk, but I don't know if I can walk the walk on do you, this. Do you guys want to buzz in with your name or just give you a question first and then step or each write down an answer, see if you get it right? How would you like to do this? What's the best way to execute this, do you think? Mm. I can just give the question. You guys got to write down an answer and, and show I me. I like that. That okay. way we're not screaming okay. out. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Let me get okay, question number one. In which year did Disneyland first open to the public? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know that one? I do. Oh, man. Okay. I, I'm just writing down a year, but well, I don't know I if it's right. I think I do. I think okay, I do. Okay, let me see your answers. Uh, Steph, why don't you go first? I wrote down 1955. 1955. Mercedes? I wrote down 1962. Oh, the correct <laughs> answer is 1955. I know that. Oh, good job, Steph. Good okay, job. So thank Steph's you. Steph's got one point. Okay. Uh, which Disney princess was the first to have her own attraction at Disneyland? Ooh. Okay. okay. I got mine. I don't know if it's right, though. Same. Uh, Mercedes, why don't you go first? Snow White. Snow White. Okay, Steph? I Same answer, Snow White. The correct answer is Snow White. Yeah! yeah! It's fine for both of us. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Let me see. I'll go down. Uh, oh, that's too easy. Um, which Disneyland attraction... Is located in the New Orleans Square area. Disney attraction. Okay. okay. Which Disneyland attraction is located in the New Orleans Square area? Uh, go ahead, Steph. I wrote down Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Oh. Mercedes. I wrote down Pirates. The correct answer is the Pirates of the oh! Caribbean. Oh! <laughs> Mercedes making a comeback. Oh. It's tied two-two. Okay. Okay. What is the name of the ghostly dog that appears in the Haunted Mansion ride? Oh! oh my goodness! I just wrote this ride. <sighs> okay, I'll just, I'll just give it, a, give it a go. 
What ah! is what is the name? It's it's escaping me. I know it. Don't give us the answers no, on the social. What? Oh yeah, no answers on the social. What yeah, is the name? Yeah, please don't. Yeah, I'll hide the comments. What is the name of the ghostly dog that appears oh. in the haunted mansion ride? <laughs> okay, I gave it a guess. Mercedes, you want to go first? Is it zero? Zero. Okay, Steph. I just went with Max. The correct answer is Rover. <laughs> what about zero? Not zero. It's Rover. Isn't that Jack Skellington's dog? According to my quiz, the answer is Rover. Hold I on. know which one you're talking about, but I think they're talking about that. Is it the skinny dog? He kind of looks homeless at the graveyard. It says, what is the name of the ghostly dog that appears in the Haunted Mansion ride? Yeah. I think Zero appears in there during Halloween when they change it to Jack Skellington. Could be. Could I'm be. just saying, but okay, whatever. Okay. Okay. I guess we don't get a I point. also want to go back to the Haunted Mansion <laughs> question because uh, I think that's also in New Orleans Square. But anyways, go ahead. Woo, listen. I'm, I don't I, think it is. Yeah, Steph. Wait, hold on. Let's find Chirping out. Chirping over there. What, where is the haunted mansion in Disneyland? So it's, it's tied right now. Yes, Two it's tied 2-2. Two, two. Oh, it does say that it is located in New Orleans Square. I am just saying. I'm just going off of this here. Okay, well, maybe what you're going off of is wrong. <laughs> yeah. We want to we want to petition two questions, hers uh, and my ghost one. Uh, okay, here is the last one. This is it. This is the, you both end with, with a tie, and you're both the queens of Disneyland, or there is one champion. Okay, which Disneyland attraction is a classic dark ride that takes you on a tour of the Hundred Acre Wood? Oh, Hundred Acre Wood. Oh, no. This is for all the marbles. One more time, the question. Which Disneyland attraction is a classic dark ride that takes you on a tour of the 100-acre wood? Dark ride? Oh, no. I don't have a good feeling about this. Okay, I need some answers here. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh? And then Steph, what'd you write down? Steph's got nothing. I got the railroad. <laughs> The correct answer is Winnie the Pooh. The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. The queen remains. (laughs) Yes. I I do think that we got to give her the point, though, for the Haunted Mansion. I do. So I think it's a tie. Unless you give me zero, then I won. I'll give you zero. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Not zero the point. Zero the dog. Zero the dog. Yes. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The weekend was hoping that his new series, The Idol, would have a big debut, but HBO's new series, The Idol, they're saying it got off to a rocky start. It took in only 913,000 viewers during its premiere, so the show has not performed well with critics and has also been criticized for its workplace environment. But they're still hoping that those numbers might rise. Sam Levinson is one of the creators, and he's the guy behind Euphoria. When Euphoria debuted in 2019, that debuted with 1.1 million viewers. And just word of mouth, it started getting bigger and bigger. But I, I, I think I told you my daughter wanted to watch it because uh, Jenny from Blackpink is also a star in it. And as soon as it was over, she looked at me and goes, oh, that was weird. <laughs> that was it. Now I'm afraid to watch it because I don't want to know what she saw. Yeah, what did she see? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to watch it. Oh, my gosh. Mercedes kids watch this. Oh. A little side note. I mean, the weekend shouldn't be down on the whole thing because White Lotus, when that show premiered, it had 944,000 viewers. And then, like you said, Mercedes, word of mouth. By the time it reached its finale, we're talking about season one. They were averaging 9.3 million viewers. So I think I think 
913,000 might, might not be the number they want, but once people start talking about it and say it's good or whatever, I think they'll get more views. Yeah, I think you're right. When it comes to Ted Lasso, is Apple toying with us? So a tweet went out Tuesday morning that suggests a new coaching team that's made up of Beard, Roy Kent, and Nathan could be in the works for a season four or a spinoff of Ted Lasso. So it was a picture of the three coaches in the locker room with the caption, Smells Like Potential. Now to add to the mystery, Nick, uh, Nick Muhammad, who plays Nathan, responded with an emoji suggesting that he was keeping his lips zipped and not saying anything. Mm, interesting. Like I said, that's surprising to me because I thought it was apparent in the finale what the spinoff would be. I thought it was just right there in front of our faces. And... When I saw this, I'm like, well, that's not where I thought it was going. So I, I don't want to give anything away. But if you saw it, it was right at the very end. And, and we were all like, oh, there you go. There's a spinoff. See, why did I miss that part? Do you think this their their hint and your thoughts could combine as one in one show? Possibly. Um, let me find like I saw someone tweet a screenshot of it. I'm surprised you. um you missed it. It was uh, right at the very end. Um, oh, and then I got a question, too. Steph, don't look at the screen. Um, mm, sorry for being so inside. But I, I don't want to talk about Ted Lasso if we didn't see it, you know? I know. That's the thing. I mean, it was such a good finale that I don't want to ruin anything. Steph, don't look at the screen because you didn't watch it yet. But Mercedes, watching the episode and the way to end it, I thought the answer to that was yes. Some people I was talking to you said no. I didn't think that at all. Really? I didn't think that. I thought I thought that was a yes. Just because he showed up there. Yeah, and he looked happy. You could be happy without that. True, true. <laughs> um, I just sent to you, uh, not you, Steph, the the article that talked about that this might be the spinoff. And if you scroll down, you'll see that part where it was like, there you go. That's it. Okay, I'll have to break this down. Interesting. Oh, Oh. Did you miss that? Yeah. Yeah. I totally missed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that make that's sense? It. Yeah. They're just playing around with that picture. Or maybe they maybe that's tied into this, but this is it. Yeah. Ooh, I, that's what I thought. Gotta get chills looking at that. That'd be good. That'd be real good. Um, you know, we gotta keep this one kind of tight because of uh, DJ Joe Green coming in here, the official uh, DJ of our Vegas Golden Knights. It's going to be fine. He's going to be in studio in about 10 minutes. Jonas Brothers revealed their go-to coffee orders during an interview on the Today Show, and people are shocked over Nick's order. So Joe goes uh, oat flat white. Kevin does a, a hot Americano. And then Nick, he has an iced Americano quad. That's four shots followed up by another two shots for fun. So that's a total of six shots in his coffee. Amateur. <laughs> six shots? What was the... Uh, I order a four shot when I get uh, an Americano. Do you really? I get a four shot one. You Not, go quad? I, I go quad on, on that. I don't always do that, but like when we went to Disneyland uh -huh. and I do the mobile order before we go into the park, I'm like, it's going to be a long day, four <laughs> shots. <laughs> Would you ever add the second two and go six? That's 384 milligrams of caffeine. I may I may get the shakes if I do that. Once I got one of those nitro cold brews, uh -huh. I thought I was going to have a heart attack when I drank that. I Seriously, my chest hurt. I had heart palpitations. I was like, never again. I will never, ever get that again because it was <laughs> it was way too much. And there's Mercedes endorsements for cold brew coffee. <laughs> Sorry, just that specific one. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of caffeine. All right, yeah, so DJ Joe Green, the official DJ of our Vegas Golden Knights. He joins us in studio coming up in just about three minutes. It's Mix 94.1.
excited about this right now. We have been talking about this guy for ever and he is finally in studio he is the in-game dj and music director for your las vegas golden knights dj joe green is here hi hey, hey thank you for having me oh What's up, thanks man? for coming good buddy uh, not just the golden knights you were talking the aces the raiders the henderson silver knights the desert dogs the Nighthawks, nba g league ignite you have got your hands full with music right now yeah i've been a part of everything uh i'm I'm everywhere. <laughs> I, I get to do uh, Major League Soccer from time to time when they're here in the city and March Madness. Uh, in addition to all of those things, it's it's been great. You know what's so funny? With with the energy you create um, in, in these arenas, I it, when meeting you, you're just so subdued and calm. <laughs> it's so great. I don't know if I expected you to come in here like, what? <laughs> Play music as you walked in the hall. <laughs> How did this whole journey of yours begin? How did you start working for all these teams? Uh, well, I... Uh, <laughs> To not sound too weird, I stalked the staff for the Golden Knights before uh, before our first game. So when I heard we were, we were going to have a team, I just researched for about nine or ten months. Wow. And I popped up with all these ideas. So when they finally put someone in position to hire, I was like, hey, I have this grocery list full of ideas. And he was like, hey, I, I, I just started. like, <laughs> And uh, thankfully, you heard me out and gave me an audition at the 2017 NHL Awards. And then he was like, okay, well, preseason is on September 26, 2017. So, you know, let's see what you can do. And uh, they keep letting me come back. And I feel like the other teams are now kind of copying what you do. <laughs> Have you noticed that? I've caught wind of that, yeah. Yeah, it's just I've gone to other games and other arenas. I'm like, oh, they are like a wannabe DJ Joe Green. What are you trying to do here? Some of your ideas were really good. You kind of changed the, the atmosphere of hockey. Uh, I, I, it's hard for me to say that. Well, <laughs> I'm saying it. I would like to think so. I just, uh, I had a, a partner uh, the first two, first three seasons, and he had a lot of great ideas. And so I would try to work with him on it. And uh, eventually it became just me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to build on this. I'm going to see how far we can take it. Let's see how, how long until I get in trouble for something. And uh, Have you ever got in trouble for something, playing something or yeah. doing something? What was no, it? What was it, man? Uh, there was a fight. Uh, in 2020, and so I played What is Love by Hardaway. What is love, love? baby? Don't but the baby don't hurt me part is a guy getting punched in his face. Oh, and so it's I'm sorry, yeah, the, the what is uh, baby don't hurt me. What is love? <laughs> <laughs> and so he's wincing, it's baby don't hurt me, and it looked bad. Oh. And so my manager got an email from the league and was like, Hey, that's cool and all, but you got to chill out. From the, le the league comes yeah. down to you, wow, you yeah. slowly faded out when you realize, well, it was the next day, they're like. They gave me a round of applause at our pregame meeting. And <laughs> she was like, I'm going to frame this letter because I've never had this happen. Wow. Excuse me. And then they were like, just don't do that again. Yeah. There are some iconic songs that you play at every Golden Knights game. Um, I always hear Jump Around by House of oh, Pain. Yeah, yeah. That is like the standard gets everyone third going. Period, yep. uh, oh, is that always third period? Every third period. I never caught on to that. What do you play every first period? Uh, that one varies. Right now, it's uh, Blaster Jack's God Mode. We just pick like a really, really huge song uh -huh. to kick uh, to set us off, mm -hmm. and then second period is always Thunderstruck. Did you 
come up with the idea or was it someone else to play the John Wick mode when they enter? The guy I stalked to get the job, that was his idea. That was Johnny his Greco. idea? Yeah. That's a that's a great song. Yeah. I mean, now it's always associated with Can, them. I, your Thunderstruck, is that a tribute to, to the Las yes. Vegas Thunder? Oh, oh that's brilliant, man. Because <laughs> oh, that was before we had our Vegas Golden Knights in the 90s. I mean, that song was that was their theme song. Yeah. And that would play a Thomas and Mac. And you get chills that song would play. That's yeah. that's, that's really cool, man. Warm-ups is kind of like a nod also. Like, if you notice, it'll always kind of occur in warm-ups also. That's the so that's cool. That's special, man. Let's talk about another song that has all of a sudden kind of blown up for the team. Uh, was it Game 1 that you played Lit My Own Worst Enemy? Yeah. And... The crowd started singing along to it. Yeah. Uh, they've been doing it for a while. It was, uh, we had a reverse retro nights with the glow in the dark jerseys yeah. and all that. And I was like, okay, retro tracks, what do we have here? And so I have a, like, it's kind of a remix to that song. It's uh, It has added drums in it. It's actually the drums from Grindin' by Clips and Pharrell. And so I was like, oh, I love this. And the intro has that guitar riff. So I was like, let's see how it goes. So I played it and everyone was singing along. And I was kind of surprised because I used it as a song uh, for Penalty Kill. So we got in trouble. You know, I forgot what the call was, maybe high sticking or something like that. And I was like, oh, we are our own worst enemy. Now we're in the box. And it picked up as a sing along. I was like, it's not really the best moment for that, <laughs> but I like it. Let's try it again. So I tried it again uh, after retro games. So I was like, that was so much fun. Let's, let's see if it goes. And it's just built up to this thing where every couple of games, I don't want to use it too much because I don't want it to get stale. Yeah. But playoffs, I was like, third song, let's do it. And my manager was like, yeah, let's go sing along right now. <laughs> and then everyone got into it. And then last game, it was just massive. I was at that last game. And when I heard it, everyone in my section was literally screaming this oh, song. Awesome. It was so cool. You ever hear from the bands, like, has Lit, and anyone from Lit said, hey, thanks for bringing our song back to life? I mean, it no. never really went away, but, I mean, you're giving that song new life. I thought about trying to tag them, like, hey, have you seen how big this is? Like, this is close to 20,000 people singing this song from 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I haven't, because I don't, I don't, expect him to be like oh that's dope <laughs> i would <laughs> yeah why not i mean yeah i might after this i'm gonna send them this this interview and really like, we were even talking about on the radio like, yeah. yeah well it kind of reminds me of when was it the st louis when they were singing gloria was it yeah. st louis yeah was, i think so yeah but Lord this song Brannigan. is not no offense laura brannigan but this song <laughs> has way more like energy Definitely. to it don't you think mercedes goes to a lot of games you're saying so when, when aiden hill steps in you're playing king of the hill theme song yeah. as well when he gets a massive save uh -huh. it's king of the hill for I, and I don't know if everyone picks up on that, but I'm laughing my butt off. I'm like, wow, so smart. And then the other night, Amadio, he scored, and you played the Super Mario. No, no. I... Didn't you do the star thing? And I, well, maybe there was the video. Maybe you're not in charge of the videos? No, no, I don't, I don't do the videos. Okay, well, there, there was I a video of Super Mario with the little star on it, and I was always thinking, he should play that. It's -a me, a Mario. <laughs> I play uh, -me, Rock Mario. Me on the Days. On the Days, on the Days. <laughs> and uh, his number is 22, so I'll play uh, Taylor Swift 22. Oh, my I don't know about gosh, you, but I'm feeling 22. I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of them that I'll throw out that no one, <clears throat> excuse me, that no one will catch. And I'm like, ah, oh, it sucks I didn't catch it. But, like, sometimes... um the production headset like we're all in communication they're like oh that was great oh like, yeah but no one caught the fans on. got it oh. do you do wrestling stuff 
Yeah. Which which wrestling stuff do you do? Uh, this past game, Monday night, I played the Monday Night Raw theme after the oh fight. Oh, my gosh. Is, <laughs> uh, the 90s version. <laughs> oh, the old school one, right? Yeah. yeah. The it's Monday were the nights, and it was pretty raw. So Monday Night Raw, it hit on a few You're a genius, levels. man. He is a genius. And and I always tweet you during the games, what's my yeah. one request every BTS. time? Yes. <laughs> and it's so funny when he plays it. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so when you hear this at the game, the meaning yeah. is Mercedes sent you a message. Every time. I'm looking at my, uh, my Twitter notifications waiting on the BTS. <laughs> I've been trying to find more songs for it. Do you do that during the game? Do you have your Twitter open so if there's someone in the crowd that might have a suggestion to you, they can send it to you and you try to get it on? I'll, I try to. Like, sometimes uh, things get too hectic and I, I just can't, but intermission, I'll check to see like, hey, is someone looking for something? And I'll try to slip it in, like, second period, whatever's coming next. Mic Drop by BTS next That's time. the one I found for you. you I was did. like, I can't keep playing Dynamite. Like, it's been years now. What else do I have? And so I got Mike Draw. I like that one. What are what are some of your most memorable moments w- working with the Golden Knights? Is there anything that like really stands out, whether it's game wise or something that happened behind the scenes? Um, meeting people, meeting the celebrities. I'm up there by the castle. That's always like I never know who's who's going to be there until I get there. And they're like, oh, it's going to be Diplo is going to be in the booth for you today. He's going to do a DJ set. Like for me, that, this last season, that was like Whoa. that was top tier for me. Um, Michael J. Fox or Shaq and Hannibal Burris, those moments are really awesome for me. And that's outside of like the making it to the finals in 2018 and in those moments. Those are, I, I, I don't get starstruck easily, but those moments I'm like, oh my God, I'll, I'll get a DJ set from again, like Diplo or one of the guys that we have out. And those are always moments where I'm like, I have this DJ set and I got to add to it or take away from it. That way they can come in and we can do our thing. Oh, that is so cool. This is cool. So you've seen every game then? Uh, I've missed five games. Because I've been like I, I got sick and sure I had a kid. And you are a true native of Las Vegas, oh, yeah. right? Born and raised. Born yeah. and raised. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, I went to Vegas for a little bit, and then I went to Green Valley majority of the time. Wow, I love that you. What a success story! Yeah, this that, is awesome, that man. That is so great. And you're doing stuff on a satellite radio too, right? Yeah, I do uh, Sirius XM Fly here and there throughout the year. Uh, I love that station. I have it. It's throwbacks. That's my era. So <laughs> that's that's one of my favorites. And it's kind of the same as uh, what I do with the Gold Knights game, where there's a lot of wordplay. All my mixes kind of tie into each other, track by track. Or it'll be like the samples. So it's what I do DJ outside out, uh, outside of the games. It, they kind of go hand in hand with each other. When, when you play Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, I'm like, all right, what <laughs> If anyone's just joining us right now, it's DJ Joe Green. He's the music director for our Vegas Golden Knights, the DJ. You need to go back and listen to this interview because how you got this position should be an inspiration to anyone yeah. that wants to accomplish anything. Yeah. Because you had drive and heart, and that's why you are where you are right now. So good for you, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Thank really you. Cool. I hope you do this forever because you just make the games even better. Better than they already are. So thanks for just, just embellishing the experience. It, it wouldn't be the same without you. I truly believe that. So. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. There's a lot of stress involved. Like, I don't want it to sound too repetitive and. I want everyone to have fun. I want to hit all crowds since Vegas is so it's a mixing pot of people. Yeah. I, want, I don't want anyone to feel left out. So I don't I think anyone does. It actually brings us all closer together. If you've noticed, we all become friends. I'm high fiving people I've never <laughs> met before. It's yeah. so great. I do the so. same thing at the castle. We're always high fiving every goal. We're gonna wrap it up. Mercedes has a list of songs she wants to give you. Yeah, yeah. suggestions. Mic drop. Airplane part two. Um, butter. It's the BTS takeover. <laughs> hey, next hour we have those tickets for you to go see the Little Mermaid around 8:25. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. On a scale of 1 to 10, how patient of a person would you consider yourself to be? I give myself a 7.5 and 8 in, in that range. Yeah. Uh, I go high. Uh, th- pretty high for you? I'm pretty patient. Nine. I'd say 9.5. I'm very patient. That's good. But if you, if you test it too much, like I'll give you a chance at... Another chance, another chance, but after a certain amount of chances, I'm done. The like, 9.5 will either. drop. <laughs> yes. Uh, this new study of adults has revealed that the average adult's patients last only two and a half minutes before they snap. It's manifested in huffing and puffing, sighing, muttering to themselves, or even walking away. And six out of ten people admit to having completely lost their cool when having to wait too long. Um, some people even report that they find themselves getting into arguments with strangers as the result of their impatience. Some of the biggest things that we have issues with, slow internet, slow drivers, being on hold, traffic, friends who are late, and waiting for appointments. Those are the most common triggers for patients. The uh, friends or if, if you have a business meeting or something, it's supposed to be there too. And someone that's involved in that business meeting is late. That that That's what that's test my patience. Oh, well, that sounds like a personal thing that just happened. <laughs> I feel like you're uh, calling someone out without calling them out. If someone has a meeting at 12 noon and they get there at 12, 15 and they say they had car issues, I have an issue with that. They're like, what specific issues did you have with your car? Like, yeah, that's exactly. what I yeah. Oh, what's wrong? Was it your uh, catalytic converter? Uh-huh. Oh, no? Was it your windshield wiper fluid was low? T- talk to us about the specifics. Or the, uh, traffic. You know what? There's always traffic. Maybe you should leave earlier. There's always going to be traffic. Unless it was an accident or something that popped up, you weren't ready for it. I get that. But when you say traffic to me, yeah, you left late. Okay. Well, let me just say that traffic is becoming a bigger issue these days. It's not of the days of yore. Okay? It's like... I. 
I don't like using that as a as an excuse. But man, some of the traffic now with the the on the Flamingo Tropicana, all that stuff. Uh, we were just talking to DJ Joe Green, trying to go to a Golden Knights game with all that craziness. There is legitimate traffic now. It's bad. The worst thing is two fifteen. You're on the two fifteen. You want to get on uh, the fifteen north. That that on ramp from the two fifteen is when you're sliding over to the fifteen north is awful. That should be two lanes. To merge on the 15, they got one lane, and it's always just backed up. That can easily, there's room for two lanes, for two cars to slide there to get on the 15. But it's down, it's one. It's not, and they just redid that years ago. They need to redo it again. Where are you talking about 215 and 15? So you're on the 215, okay? And you're heading like towards the airport. You want to get on 15 going north? Oh, okay, down here. Yeah, down here. I, was, I don't know why I was picturing up So you north. loop okay. around, and then you have Town Square on your right-hand yeah, side. Yeah. You see Mandalay Bay that on the right. Whole thing that whole thing to merge on the 15. It's one lane. That should be a two-lane merge. Yeah, it's a it's a mess so i will take traffic as an excuse but car problems uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> um also this morning it, do you do this do you watch tv with the subtitles on if you're watching us it's an english show but you still watch it with the subtitles on we would with um uh, game of thrones laura would because some of the scenes were like just you couldn't hear them and could understand them so she would do it with that show but i do not with any other shows no i i do it with all shows do you like really? ted lasso <laughs> they're on well because some of their english accents are very strong and i have a hard time understanding some of them but um according to roku's vice president of viewer product they found that 58 percent of subscribers use subtitles <clears throat> excuse me 36 percent of them switch the subtitles on because they just can't hear, but 32% do it just out of force of habit. And um, it's funny because a full two-thirds of the people that do that are millennials who are using subtitles. They do it more than any other generation, including seniors. They say sometimes it's the sound system you have is lousy. Sometimes you just can't hear the dialogue. And it does have to do sometimes with a lot of the shows. It's funny you mentioned Game of Thrones because that was one of the shows that people say they have the hardest time understanding but i mean i just like it on i i don't it's not that i'm reading it i just feel like it helps embellish mm-hmm. what you're hearing you game, game of thrones is also too dark as far as far as like the scenes itself dark i remember what laura saying would be too dark and i have to literally turn off the brightness of my tv so you could see the scenes better and i read an article an interview with one of the directors on that and that was on purpose that was supposed to be that way which i you know they wanted to create that dark environment i get it but you can still do that let me see the characters (laughs) i don't have to feel like i'm in a dark room um finally this morning most kids go through a phase where they sleep with a stuffed animal that phase it can it can last for years and for some it will continue into adulthood a new poll asked people if they've ever regularly slept with a stuffed animal as an adult and 23% of people say yes. 72% said no. 4% say they're not sure. I'm not sure what that means. You might think that this is heavily skewed towards women, though, right? Not the case. 22% of men say they have regularly slept with stuffed animals as an adult, while 25% of women say the same. This could be more of a recent phenomenon. They say that. of people the ages of 18 through 44 admit it, but then that number drops to 14% for Gen X and 6% for boomers. Um, They didn't ask how many people are currently sleeping with a stuffed animal, but I got asked, do you you sleep with a stuffed animal? I do not. I still have, my parents still have my stuffed animal. He's still in existence back in Pennsylvania, but I do not sleep with a stuffed animal. I don't either, but I do like to have something to hold on to whether it be like a big blanket or a big 
pillow when I was pregnant, you know, those body pillows, mm-hmm. man, I hung on to that thing for dear life. Like I was some animal climbing up a tree. I was just holding like on a koala to bear it. On oh there. my <laughs> gosh, that thing was my life. <laughs> Check it out here. Eight o'clock hour, 825. Those passes for you to go see The Little Mermaid. Do you have someone in your life that you you wonder if you really want them in your life or are they just taking up space? It's kind of like one of those weird relationships where you can't tell if you really like someone or if you are you've known them for so long and they just have stayed in your life. There's a way to reassess all your relationships and to figure out what people in your life are worth your time and your investment in time. And it's called the two beers and a puppy test. Have you heard of the two beers and a puppy test? No, I am so intrigued by this, though. Just the way you set it up here. This is a quick way to figure out if you want someone in your life. So both of you, think about someone in your life that maybe you're kind of on the fence on. All right? Someone that it's like, I like them, but I mean, are we really that close? You know, think of that person. Okay. And I'm going to give you the two beers and a puppy test. It's simple. Two question tests that will tell you basically everything you need to know about how you feel about a friend or a coworker or a family member, anyone, okay? Question number one, with this person in mind, would you want to have two beers with this person? Well, would you? Uh, no. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Just flat out no. Not no. even think about it. You would not want no. to. Okay, Steph. I, I wrote yes. You would want to have two beers with this Yes. Person. Do you have a person in mind for you, Mercedes? And what's your answer on that person? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of who to put in that spot. I'm not thinking about the beer thing. I would say yes, I would. Um. Are we going to reveal who the person we were thinking Oh, I can't. Of? Oh, okay. I can't. Uh-oh. I think I could kind of reveal mine. Uh, listen. Um, the second question is, would you trust this person to look after your puppy for the weekend? The two beers and a puppy test. Would you trust that person to look after your puppy for the weekend? Steph, you go first. I'm really, I'm struggling on the answer on this one. I want to know who your person is. <laughs> I wrote yes. I would be a yes, definitely. Uh, I'm going to say no, I would not. Wow. Can you reveal who you're talking about <laughs> off the air, please? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll put in the, I can, I'm not going to say the name. Um, say if you can answer a clear yes to both, that means you really value your relationship with that person. You like them. You trust them. But if you answered no to one or both of the questions, they say you have to make a choice. Should you invest the time into fixing the relationship or is it a sign that you've just grown too far apart and it's time to move on? It's so funny because um, the, the the person, persons I'm thinking of, um, it's a couple. Um, you go back a year ago, I would have said no on the beer, but you would ask me the puppy thing. I was like, hands down, Jax and, and Zoe, take them. But like things kind of changed over the past year oh. where I like question them. What changed? Um, like our like our, our relationship changed. There were some issues, um, a little bit of falling out. Did personalities change? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yours or theirs? I would like to think it was not mine and theirs. Uh, one of them got a really big ego. Some things went their way and it's got a really big ego. It started to get real cocky. Are you sure theirs? 
What's that? Are you sure? That I'm, not, I'm not going to. You They're listening right now saying, hmm, you know what? I would not have two beers with JC. I would I'm not joking. Have... I'm joking. His ego's way too big. <laughs> That's really interesting, though, because you I, it's putting thought into that. If you have someone in your life, you're like, yeah, yes with the beers, yes with the puppies. That says a lot about the person. Yeah, it really does. And and whether they're worth keeping around. Steph, who was your person? Oh, remember I talked about for my birthday, there was a friend who did not. Uh, it was a great friend, a close friend who did not wish me a happy birthday. Uh, and. And she said, sorry, things were going on in her household. I thought of her just because I'm wondering, are we going our separate ways in our relationship? But now I'm thinking about this test and I'm like, maybe there is still hope for our relationship to keep going. That's that's a good eye opener. Mine was you, JC. <laughs> I said yes to both. Yes. Uh, no, I was never questioning our relationship, but I wanted to do one of you. Sorry, Steph, you were a no. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The thought of having two beers with you sounds really nice. I will. We used to do that yeah. all the time. We, we Not two beers, but two, two Sauvignon Blancs. <laughs> two bottles. <laughs> two bottles. Let's get wasted together One soon. for me, one for you. <laughs> but I would also trust you with uh, my dogs. I mean, I will bring their ashes over to your house. <laughs> So have you watched them whenever you oh, like. <laughs> Max and Molly. Shout out to Coco and Max and Molly. Rest their little souls. Uh, coming up, 825, those passes to see the Little Mermaid. Mercedes, I got a request from Lamar at Boston Cleaners that I go to in Summerlin asking people to that drive through parking lots to slow down. There was, there was. Oh, a... I thought you were going to say he requested a song or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar, what do you want to hear? Let me know. We'll get it off your head. He loves the show. He loves you. He loves the station. But uh, he was telling me. Uh, so if you live in the Summerlin area, there's the Boston Cleaners. If you're on Charles, West Charleston, there's that Best Buy back there. There's the Burger King, and there's a, a Cleaners back there. There's a nail salon. A, a Rocco's Pizza, I think, is back there. There was a four car accident in the parking lot on Monday afternoon. He said he didn't see the, the when it happened. He was there, but someone was speeding through the parking lot. Hit one car, caused a chain reaction to bump into two other cars, and ended up pinning a woman between two cars. And Lamar heard the accident, went outside, and it took like 20 people trying to pull. They had to literally pull the vehicles off this woman to free her. She was trapped between two cars because someone was speeding through the parking lot and caused this wicked accident. That's uh, terrifying, especially in a parking lot where people are walking all over the place. And uh, that's really scary. Yeah. So they're all just assuming that the person there's I think they have video cameras set up in the in the complex to see the person speeding because you're saying that's the only way it could happen to move three vehicles and pin this other woman and having oh. to pull the other cars off. And uh, and I asked him, did you get a follow-up? And he said, you know, everything was moving so fast, pulling the vehicles back and everything, and they took her away in an ambulance. And, and, and what he understands is a broken leg and maybe a rib or something, but she's oh, going to be fine. it could have been much worse, yeah. though. Jeez. Absolutely. But he was like kind of traumatized from the whole thing. But that's his request. If you're in a parking lot, do not speed in a parking lot. Well, yeah, I, th- I would hope that would go to, you know, make sense to everyone and that we wouldn't even have to uh, announce that. <laughs> but people, are they just they're in such a hurry these days. They're so distracted by their phones and their other things that they're just not paying attention. Yeah, there's just like more like speed bumps, too, I think, in certain parking lots, too, because there's certain parking lots where people just go flying through it. And like, dude, you're in a parking lot, man. Slow things down. Yeah, I, it's it's just that lack of self awareness i feel and uh people thinking what they need to do is way more important than what anyone else needs to do mm, they're in a rush for a reason and let yeah. them go yeah man i'm sorry no. <laughs> but that was his request they're like okay i got that out there I got, I got that public service announcement out there do you have a request of some sort that you want to announce right now
Hmm. Let me think here. Let me think here. Uh, public service announcements here. Uh, what What is the thing you would like to request to the public that they need to stop doing or that they need to start doing? What is it? Mine would be for at the gym. If if you if I think everyone should have a towel and just throw it down in your equipment. That's a courtesy thing. But some people don't. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, but if you leave sweat behind on the gym. You need to wipe that sweat off. It's happening way too often. And I carry a little towel I always throw down. But going up to a machine and someone's done with it and you see like the, their body outline of sweat on there. I'm like, oh, man, a little common courtesy. Just get the spray bottle. be great. But even if you just wipe it down so I don't see that sweat, that would be fantastic. That's a, that's a good one. That's just a, a hygiene issue. Come on. You don't want to lay down in someone else's sweat. If you don't do it, it might, someone may do that to you, too. You know, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's so disgusting. Why is that not common sense? I don't understand. Yeah, it happens all the time. It oh. happens all the time. So that's my public service announcement. Man, I'm trying to think if I have one. I get the. It's pretty simple and to the point. But I noticed that uh, people are doing it more and more. And I witnessed it at the Golden Knights game with my husband. Someone comes up to him. This lady comes up to him, and she's like, "Do you remember me?" And he had no clue who she was. I could just see it on his face, and he was like, "Uh." And she's like, three years ago? And, we're, and I'm standing there like, yeah, excuse me? <laughs> I'd like to know, too, who is this lady? Um, and he's like, I, it just was uncomfortable. Instead of saying, do you remember me? Maybe say, hey, we met at blah, blah, blah place like three years ago. And then it could, you know, set off a switch in his in his mind like, Yes, I remember you were the one that blah, blah, blah. Just that blind, hey, do you remember me? It's just so jarring. And nine times out of ten, people will not be able to answer you. That is so correct. And it's not like a rude thing. It's how people are. You forget people. Oh, that is one of the worst things. Hey, do you, re- do you, do you remember me? No, I don't. <laughs> just I don't. You didn't make an impression, so I do not remember you. And then you look like the rude person for not doing it. But if you are a little more specific in your introduction, like, hey, uh... I'm Lisa. We met three years ago at this place. And then he could be like, that's right. Yes. Even if he doesn't know, remember, at least you've given him some context, you know? <laughs> that is, and I, I, I'll do that. Let's say it was the Lisa and I met Matt at a photography event. Like, hey, Matt, JC, we met like three years ago at the photography event at the Speedway. And to trigger something. So I don't look like the fool. For the record, it was his old dental hygienist. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's right. I had those sunglasses on. I couldn't really tell what you looked like. You don't want that with your wife, a woman coming up. Do you remember me from three years ago? Yeah, oh. I'm sitting there with my arms crossed and my foot tapping like, yeah, let's find out. Who is this lady? <laughs> those tickets for you to go see The Little Mermaid. We have them coming up here right after Post Malone. It's Mix 94.1. Time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant. Christy, you're caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. Yeah. All right, let's do this. We want to get you these passes to see The Little Mermaid and get you in the grand prize drawing for this beautiful butterfly necklace from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. You're categories. Oh, wait. I I was like, why do I only have two? We have three categories for you to choose from. (laughs) Do you want to go with yo-yo, Pacific Ocean, or down the aisle? Down the aisle. Down the aisle. Okay. National Marriage Day is Friday. These are all things that are associated with marriage and weddings. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Christy, 60 seconds on the clock. Just get six correct and you win, and you start now. After you've been married for a year, you celebrate this. 
anniversary. Yes. These are what you say to each other during the... Yes. This is um, if you're marrying a male, he is your... Husband. Yes. This is um, the big ceremony. It's called your what? Reception. Uh, no, it's like where the vow, uh, vows are exchanged. The wedding. Yes. This is what you put on each other's finger. A ring. Yes. This is the person at the front that does the whole ceremony. The minister. Um, you know what? Let's pass. Yes. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Christy, that last minute awesome. th- guess right there got you the win. Congratulations. Yay. Nice. Thank you. You're all set. Thank you. We guys crushed it, but I didn't. She's about that, that last one, Mercedes. Man, that was Just a tough one too. Officiant, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Way to go, Christy. You're all set with those passes to go see a Little Mermaid, and you're also qualified for that grand prize, the butterfly necklace from Michael e. Menden Diamond Jewelers. We'll do that drawing on Friday, and we'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 8:25. Now, next hour, 9:35, tickets for you to go see Enrique Iglesias. Ricky Martin and Pitbull. It's the Trilogy Tour at T-Mobile Arena. We've got your tickets. Arnold Schwarzenegger wants you to know that heaven is a fantasy and nothing happens when we die. Little pick-me-up for you this morning as you're getting ready to head out to to work. Uh, he uh, He did this chat with Danny DeVito in Interview Magazine, and... I guess they started talking about like heaven and hell and all that. And he said, this is the quote, you're six feet under anyone that tells you something else is a bleeping liar. There's no heaven. You're just going to rot in the earth when you die. I don't know why they decided to talk about such a like uplifting topic, but uh, yeah, he he wants everyone to know that. He says that heaven is a fantasy. He says when people talk about I will see them in heaven or see them again in heaven, it sounds so good, but the reality is that we won't see each other again after we're gone. That's the sad part. Why can't they talk about a Twins 2 sequel or something like that? I don't know. Man, that's heavy though. It is heavy. I mean, I think we all have our beliefs and our theories and and some people believe that there is a heaven and others believe that, yes, you're food for worms and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Others believe in reincarnation and and that you will come back in a different form um, to finish anything that you didn't finish in that life. And I that's what I love. I love hearing people's theories and. I feel like I, I take a little bit from each theory and kind of make it my own. But what what do you believe happens when you die? Yeah, I, uh, You know, I, I think about this a lot. I do. And um, I, I do believe in this, some kind of higher power. Uh, my thought process is that we're all made up of energy. And, um, you know, I think our body, our physical body, the bones stuff is a vessel. But we're holding all the energy together. And I think energy just continues in some form. Well, that's a law of physics. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. Mm-hmm. So that's that's literally physics. So it, it makes sense. And then my ultimate thought process is what is beyond what happens in my mind. It's so big and different that we cannot comprehend it right now. I break it down in, in simple forms of a dolphin is a very smart creature under the sea. They're very smart and aware of things, but they are not aware of what's happening on land. They don't know about cars and video games and, and the Golden Knights. They're just, they can't wrap a their head around it. A winning football team. A winning football <laughs> A good quarterback. <laughs> so I, I mean, to break it down in simplest forms, I think it is so grand and big what happens when we die that we can't 
our brains right now can't wrap our heads around what happens. I agree with that. I think it's just beyond anything that you can come up with. And I, I like, though, that some people have that very simplistic approach that you die and that's it. And I do believe that to some extent. I I was watching this show. I've been talking about it a lot. It's called Goblin. It's it was, it's from back in 2017. It's one of my K-dramas. And they had a very interesting uh, take on on death. Basically, um, they say they said that you have four lives that you are given. You get four lives. Um, one, the first one is one that sows, S-O-W-S, like creates, mm-hmm. one that waters, one that reaps, and one that consumes. So... If you think of it that way, like, you know, one that sows, prepares things, the planting, one that waters, the one that helps that part of you grow, one that reaps the one. Now you get the benefits of it. Now I get to really enjoy this, what I've done in my past two lives. And one that consumes, one that is uh, is like actively partaking in it. Um, And they were trying to decide, like, which life are they on right now? And One of the women uh, was on her first life and another one was on her third life. And it was just interesting to see what they were doing in that life. Yeah. That they could kind of figure out which one they were on. So based on that, which life would you say that you were on? Well, can you go back? Because I, I look back in the different parts of my life where I'm sowing things, planting seeds in my life, going to college or starting my career or, or changing paths or something. I feel like I'm constantly, can you go back to it? Could you... Go back and relive a certain portion, or once you sow, you're done. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, you feel like your life sowing? was about sowing. Your life was about creating. So maybe you did that in your past, and now you're watering it. You yeah, know? I would say I'm watering. I'm, I would say I'm watering. Uh, so you think you're on your second life, according we, to this? We are watering, yeah. watering, semi watering, starting to enter the reap. Yeah, I I would say I'm on my third. I think I'm reaping. Um, a lot of the, what I've done mm-hmm. in past lives. I think I'm finally seeing the benefits and trying to cultivate it so that we could create more. But it was just really interesting. And it was interesting in the show, like how virtue is rewarded and how evil is punished. And it's just a, a really interesting show. And after I saw that, I was like, wow, I never thought of it. That I mean, it's just a TV show. But it's just interesting to look at different perspectives. Opened your eyes to things. Yeah. That's a great conversation. Uh, real interesting. Okay. Um, Hot three is up next. What do you got for us? Okay. We are going to talk about doctors. Why are we having a shortage of doctors right now? That is on the way. Also, what's the best way to sound smarter when you're making small talk with someone? And the Knott's Wedding Report is unveiling the top trends for 2023. What are we going to see when it comes to nuptials this year? It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. America is experiencing a physician shortage, and it's only expected to get worse. They say that we could see an estimated shortage of between 37,800 and 124,000 physicians by 2034. That's nearly 50,000 fewer primary care physicians and up to 124,000 fewer specialists. We're talking oncologists 
endocrinology specialists, pain doctors, cardiologists, and dermatologists, just to name a few. That's not good. I know. We need more doctors then. Well, I, I hear so many people talking about how you try to make a doctor's appointment and they're like, well, we can't get you in for six months mm-hmm. or, you know, it's just, it's hard to even get an appointment. I, the, I switched to the direct primary care because I, the, the next appointment I could get with a, just a doctor covered under my regular insurance was like in eight months. And I'm like, well, what if I have an issue like right now? Yeah. I, can't, I don't want to wait for eight months or all I need is, you know, some a tetanus shot or something. I have to wait eight months to get that. And it's like, sorry. The, the, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you remember your appointment for, um, was your mammogram? Oh yeah. Well, that was, yeah, that was just for a, a mammogram. And so I went from one of the imaging companies here in town and then to the other one, that one, I still had to wait a month, but it was better than six months. Yeah. And they have, they, they have now the doctors on demand and the concierge type doctors as well. And quick cares too. Some, some faster options, but yeah, I remember first trying to find a doctor in Las Vegas. Like I went to like our healthcare's website and pulled up like doctors available in a five mile radius and calling. Can I make an appointment? Uh, right now? Yeah. Right now. I'm sick. Uh, we can get you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, I probably won't be sick. Yeah. Then. This cold is probably going to pass by then. I know. I, I, like I said, I switched to the direct primary care. And now if there's an issue, I can literally ta- text my doctor. Hey, can I come in today? Sure. 11 o'clock. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just so much easier. Um, also this morning. So um, trying to make small talk with someone that you've just met can be intimidating and stressful. I think we feel like we need to convince the other person that we're smart. So we might casually drop little nuggets like, oh, you know, I went to college here. I've done this. But that is actually the opposite of what you should do. It turns out the way to come off as smart is to simply ask for advice. A series of studies from Harvard finds that asking for advice boosts your perception of being confident. So the idea is that when someone asks for advice or help, it tends to make us think that they're very smart to ask for our advice because we're very smart. So by by default, you must be smart for asking this person, you know? Are you are making the asking advice based on what the person does for a living or just general advice like, hey, where should I go for dinner this weekend? I think it would be just something general because you're just meeting them. So you might not know what their specialties are. But, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah. Hey, where did you get that shirt? I'd really like to get, you know, some clothes like that. Oh, I got it here. Awesome. Is Where do you recommend to shop? You know, then they're like, wow, this person's asking me. I'm an expert. You know, it it feeds your ego a little bit. Smooth. So smooth. Macy's men, by the way. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so wonder, much. Yes. Um, they say that there's there's a couple of ways you can be an excellent advice seeker. You can ask a lot of questions and, you know, just banish that fear too. anxiety can keep us from taking that first step in a situation. So don't be afraid of that. And then also remember that this person is not your new best friend yet. So just fo- focus on specific questions and keep it brief. brief. You don't you want to make a good first impression. You don't want to seem really clingy right off the bat. <laughs> and don't go deep. So how many times have you been married? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's your favorite way to... Never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, wedding trends, they come, they go, and new research from The Knot has found that across the world, couples are really ready for big celebrations after two years of pandemic restrictions. The wedding planning website did their global wedding report, and they found a couple of things. In general, weddings peak when the weather is nicest, which is late summer in many European countries. In the U.S., October 
continues to be the most popular month for weddings. Um, in North America and Europe, over 75% of couples live together before they get married. December is the most common month for couples to get engaged in many countries. And as for some of the traditions, 89% of couples had a first dance, 74% had a cake cutting, while only 37% had a bouquet toss. Across all 15 countries um, in this survey, 75% of couples took a honeymoon or a mini moon. Maybe they didn't go all out, but they mm-hmm. took a, a few days off. We have some friends that just got married and they're in the horse community and they got married on two horses. It was actually very sweet because I've known the couple for a long time. It's their second or third marriage. They've been married before. But he never rode horses, and he wanted to propose to his girlfriend. She's the rider. He wanted to, during her lesson, ride out on a horse and propose to her from horse to horse. So he took lessons without her knowing. Of course. <laughs> and I was there that day. Like, he's proposing. Like, he's proposing on a horse? And so I saw the whole thing go down. He rides out, you know, a little nervous and stuff. But he got out there, and she's stunned. He proposes. She says yes. And then they just had the wedding like a month ago, and they did it at the barn on on horses each. They're the person officiating the wedding. It's a whole thing on horses. I That's a risky proposition. I think, um, especially the wedding on horses, like horses do things. and Don't pop bottles or anything. Uh, Startle the horses. Well, I was thinking about just going to the bathroom. I've been at a parade when the horse is just like, <laughs> you know, haven't you ever seen that? The poor person behind them has to clean everything up. I wouldn't want that at my wedding. I was, I was at the vet yesterday. Checking on contact. We're having a serious conversation with the vet and the horse next to us and the stall next to us. I mean, Mercedes' arms reach. It's just like... Yeah, just like lose it. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so romantic. I do. And he's like, I poo. (laughs) I think every couple should do this at some point in their relationship. Because when you've been together with someone for a long period of time, sometimes you get a little lax on things. And life happens and you get caught up in things and... not enough people take the time to do this. So I really commend your friends for doing this. Yeah, I found out about this through through my wife, through Laura, because we have some friends of ours that are in Laguna Beach right now. Uh, they went there for a little staycation. They have three kids. They went there without the kids and without their cell phones. Or at least they turned off their cell phones. And the only person they get in touch with them is is my buddy's mom who's watching the kids. So they're in Laguna just like focusing on each other. Three kids. Life, life gets hectic in general. You add in three kids to the mix and everything. They just took time for themselves to go there, enjoy everyone, experience just themselves. No work. Nothing with work as well. They turned off work. They literally said, I'm out of office until Saturday. And I knew this because we're planning a, a dinner on Saturday and there's a change in the plans. I'm like, oh, we got to tell Susie and, and, and Ben. And Lars, like, we, we can't tell them until they get back on Saturday. They'll find out about the change of plans when they turn their phones on Saturday morning. So they're doing that just to focus on each other with zero distractions. That's that's a thing. I think the biggest challenge when you're in a relationship is the distractions, mm-hmm. whether it is kids or work or whatever. Um, I know that personally, like we were, we all tried to do that six second kiss thing where they said, if you kiss every day for six seconds and make that a priority, your relationship will really change. And we got one day out of three days, like because there were so many distractions. And another thing, when you have kids, um, it's, it's hard to have that time how do I put it? Like, let, let's let's clean it up a little bit. Um, you're you want to go play tic tac toe together, you know, you and and your significant other. Are like, hey, let's go play tic tac toe, and it's like, yeah, I've been wanting to. We haven't played in a long time. But then you go, and then the kids are around, and you can't play tic tac toe 
because the kids want your attention. So, and then you worry about getting caught by your child playing tic-tac-toe. Has anyone ever been caught by their their kid playing tic-tac-toe? Yes. It's it's time. Finally. Got that a lot of time, but you don't want to get caught by the kids. So they either have to be asleep or gone. And sometimes asleep doesn't even work because you never know when you're just going to get that Mom? Oh, you know? Okay, is it opening? Is uh, chances of playing tic-tac-toe in your house opening up a little bit with Sophie N- starting a job? Not at all. Brooklyn has her uh, beach volleyball? Not at all, because now they're old enough to know a little bit about tic-tac-toe. <laughs> Just the other day, I literally gave Matt a hug. I put my arms around his waist and gave him a hug. And one of my daughters goes, get a room. I would like like to. Oh, my gosh. I'm just hugging him. Give me a break. Have you ever been caught by your kid playing tic-tac-toe? 702-364-9400. That's my worst fear. That is literally my worst fear. I I would cry if that ever happened. You know, I never really put thought into it. No kids. Our worst thing is the dog. Zoe doesn't care. Zoe's downstairs, whatever. And so let's say Laura and I go upstairs to, to fool around or something. Jax follows us. He's like, Jax, get out. And I shut the bedroom door because I don't want Jax coming in. You know, when you're playing tic-tac-toe. And then, then they come in and they're like, <sighs> they start panting. It's it's the weirdest thing because let's say, you know, you're done playing your game. Laura opens up the door and Jax comes flying in and jumps on the bed. Hey, hey, hey. I'm like, dude. And they're all like. <laughs> yes. He's like, what is, what's going on? I'm like, get down. He comes up to me and wants to lick me in the face. Just get away, man. Yeah. So with kids, though, you just can't, you can't lock them out of the room. You got to worry about the sounds of playing tic-tac-toe. I am. Um... I, as a child, was deeply traumatized because I did walk in on my parents playing a game of tic-tac-toe. And uh, the next morning, my dad took me aside and said, I just wanted to let you know that what you witnessed last night was your mother and I just loving each other. They're like, what do you mean? I pretend I play dumb. Yeah, I was like, what oh, do yeah. you mean? And he's like, well, you came in last night. I'm like, it was dark. What? 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 And he's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was so traumatized, though. Uh, I never said anything. How was the layout in growing up? Because my bedroom as a kid, I shared the wall with my parents with the with the primary bedroom. So like, it was my bed against the wall, the, the six inch wall at that, and then my parents' bed. And I'm trying to think. Oh. I must have heard stuff. I just must have blocked it out as Didn't a kid. Did you say that once that you heard? Heard? I your thought they were wrestling. You said you heard your mom. <laughs> right. mom I you, remember that. Are you in pain? <laughs> just really quick, let's talk to Cassidy. Cassidy, did you get caught playing tic tac toe? You know, we actually got interrupted uh, playing tic tac toe, and uh, upon opening the door, letting him in, oh. He's like, oh, smell this smell in here. Oh, my God. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to just uh, yeah, have, life. have zero yeah. res come in, freshen up the house <laughs> a little bit, you know. That's, <sighs> that's the next campaign with zero res. Dumb playing tic-tac-toe? <laughs> Call zero res. <laughs> There's your powered water technology. You can take care of anything. And we mean anything. Oh, my gosh. In exactly 15 minutes, those tickets for you to see Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pitbull. This is the trilogy tour. This is going to be huge. You're going to be there. Your ticket's 15 minutes from now. How many hotel rooms do you think are in Las Vegas? 
Well, MGM alone has over five thousand. Um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a hundred thousand hotel rooms. Um, the last number I saw was a hundred and fifty thousand hotel rooms. Which, it, it, really think about that. That is somewhat. When we first moved here, now granted, this was uh, this was like over twenty years ago. I remember our boss at the time told us that there are more hotel rooms on the corner or at the intersection of Tropicana and Las Vegas Boulevard than there are in the entire city of San Diego. That's what she always told us. And I was like, wow, that's the whole city of San Diego. That's pretty crazy. I don't, I mean, now it's got to be insane. Oh, sure. When I worked in my hotel back east, it was 45 rooms. And I remember coming here to Las Vegas to look at UNLV to to attend school and just finding out that the MGM had 5,000 rooms. And I couldn't wrap my head around like working there and checking in that many people or what happens if they all call down at the same time and they want towels or they all flush the toilet at the same time where they have all these different things. I just couldn't, I was so used to 45 rooms. I thought that. That was big. Now, yeah, being in the hotel industry, even though it was a smaller hotel, there was a there was a list of the most unusual room service requests that came out this morning from Hotels.com. And I was looking over it and I thought, wow, some of these are really weird. I wonder how many of these actually came from room service requests here in Las Vegas. Don't you think that there have got to be some really weird requests from people here? Oh, my gosh. Someone could write a book on it. I'm sure just from room service to certain things they want in their room or complaints. Maybe they hear something or wasn't there a hotel that someone found a cat living underneath the, the, the sink or something? I, I, I'm sure there probably was. I remember talking to someone who worked in VIP services. And if you work in that kind of that area or maybe you work in room service What's the oddest thing you've ever had requested of you um, as far as bringing something to someone's room? 702-364-9400. I remember talking to someone and they said that someone asked them to fill up their bathtub with orange flavored jello. And they did it. Orange flavored jello. I don't know what was being done, why specifically orange, but that was one that I heard at. It was a um, it was a hotel on the strip. That they were working at, and they got them a bathtub filled with orange flavored Jello. That's going above and beyond when it comes to customer service. Oh yeah, but that it is was delivering. like a yeah. very rich uh-huh. person. Apparently, the number one thing that someone requested in this hotels.com survey, well, the room service report was diet water. Hmm, okay, <laughs> <laughs> diet water was the most unusual. That was followed by melted ice cream, blowfish, boiled bottled water. A cooked fish that the guests brought with them. Oh, so they asked them to cook this fish. Oh, they went fishing. Um, a no egg white omelet. Ew, only yolks. Yeah. Egg yellows. <laughs> <laughs> um, eggless eggs. I don't eggless like, eggs. Like I, vegan eggs or something. I don't even know. It just weird things. So, what's the weirdest? request you got from room service does anyone have one um 702-364-9400 this oh i don't know if i can say this on the air uh items that were probably not legal oh sure yeah (laughs) i'm sure that gets requested all the time give you a little energy to spend the night out in las vegas Uh, my question is did you provide said request (laughs) and if so where exactly do you go for that you want to deliver for the customer you do not want to just Oh my gosh. Did you get anything weird? Yeah, there's a situation I look back. It wasn't 
weird, but the, like the presentation was weird. And I think, I think maybe, you know, who knows? I was 18 at the time, but uh, it, was, it was a flight attendant. She would stay with us every couple of weeks. She checked in. She got to her room. She called down for extra towels. And she's like, could you bring me extra towels? And it was just me at the front desk. That was it. The only person in the hotel. She's like, absolutely. I'll leave them outside. She's like, no, can you bring them in? I'm like, okay. And so we have a master key. So I remember going up, opening the door, and she was in the bathtub. Now, I didn't see her, but she says, oh, you can just leave them on the bed. And I did. And then I left. But I'm thinking, why, why would she have me leave them outside the door? She told me to come into the room, and she was in the tub. And I brought the towels in. Probably because she didn't want to go out into the hall naked to get the towel. I don't know. It just seemed like Are you thinking she was trying to hit on you? I think she was trying to seduce me. Oh, come on. Young JC, this flight attendant. Hey, can you bring me towels? Absolutely. I'll leave them outside. No, 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 no. Bring them in the room. Okay. I'll put them on the bed. I don't want to go out into the hallway to get a towel after I just got out of the out of the bathtub. There were extra towels. There were towels in the room. But what if she already used those when she took a shower or something? Was, or maybe she spilled something. It was seduction, but I, I no. missed it. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably a good thing. Probably a good thing to walk into the bathroom like, oh, you want these towels? Like, get out of here. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, who? how dare you think I would hit on you? <laughs> We've got What's Trending coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about Dua Lipa. She actually uh, gets redemption. Also, why you won't be annoyed by ducking texts anymore. And it's a birthday celebration at Mickey D's. We'll tell you who they're celebrating and the new items that you can get. It's all coming up in What's Trending. Those tickets to see Enrique Iglesias, Pitbull, and Ricky Martin coming up here in just about five minutes. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Dua Lipa is trending this morning. The singer is celebrating after a federal judge dismissed a copyright lawsuit claiming that her song Levitating was stolen from the band Article Sound System. So here's the deal. They claim that the song borrowed the hook from their 2017 song called Live Your Life. And in the ruling, the judge said that there was absolutely no sign that anyone involved with creating Levitating even had access to their song, which is key in a copyright lawsuit. The band says, though, that one of Dua Lipa's co-writers had worked with a woman who was allegedly taught guitar by the brother-in-law of one of the band members. My aunt's mother's uncle's, you know, it's like, it's too long. So the judge didn't buy it. And uh, even though the case has been dismissed, Article Sound System can try to fix some of the discrepancies that they made um, that the judge found in the complaint and then refile on an amended complaint. So here, let's do a side-by-side. Here is Dua Lipa's Levitating. I got you. Article Sound uh, Systems song called Live Your Life. And let's do a little mashup of the two. Eh, 
There's I, there's a there's a similar sound. I will admit. Yeah, I hear there's something there. It's more, it's, <laughs> they, have a, they have a better chance, I feel, than the uh, that Ed Sheeran Marvin Gaye lawsuit that went down. But I hear something there. I really do. I can see the fight. It'll be interesting if they decide to refile on that one. Also, this morning, iOS 17 is trending. If you have been texting and getting ducking upset, there's a reason why. It's because. The texting feature on your phone is changing all of your words that you might type in. Well, Apple's about to put an end to that. Uh, this week, they announced a new feature when the operating system is released. So if you're tired of your iPhone always autocorrecting your swear words, you're going to love it. Um, the operating system is going to have an improved and more sophisticated autocorrect feature so it's going to learn your language and it's going to learn the words that you use they actually use open ai which is the company behind chat gpt to to understand language models and then it'll better predict what you might say based on your own personal language ios 17 is expected to be released as public beta in july with the general release in september right around a rumored iphone 15 release I think I had the current updates. None of my pictures were coming through yesterday. People were sending me photos. I'm like, I'm not getting anything. I was getting a question mark instead of the photo. So I think I need to run some updates on this thing. Yeah, you're probably long overdue. Do you ever check general? Then you go to software update. And I got do that to notifications. Do you have 16.5? That's the operating system right now. iOS 16.5. Open it up right now. Checking for updates. Is this loading? Mm-hmm. This might take a while. Yeah. Uh, are you 16.5? Yeah. I'm at 16.3. Oh, yeah. Time to do an <laughs> update. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, McDonald's is trending. They are celebrating Grimace this month. Do you remember Grimace? The fast food giant is introducing the Grimace birthday shake. It's a purple berry flavor treat to celebrate the character's 51st birthday. You can also get it solo or... Um, as part of the Grimace birthday meal, that includes medium fries and either a 10-piece Chicken McNuggets meal or a Big Mac. It rolls out on June 20th along with their new cheesy jalapeno bacon quarter pounder with cheese. And that is what's trending. Here we go. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best. On Mix 94.1. Hello. Hey, Connie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're caller 20. Congratulations. <laughs> you are going to see an amazing show. Not one, not two, but three headliners. It's the trilogy tour with Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pipple at the T-Mobile Arena on November 24th. Congratulations. I'm so excited. Thank you. I even have goosebumps. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, awesome. We're excited for you, Connie. Hold on one second. And you're also qualified for that grand prize, which are front row tickets. Now, we'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning, right around 935 for you. But actually, J-Love has a pair of you coming up later on this afternoon in the 1 o'clock hour. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining the show. If you missed any part of it, you can download our podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you download, listen, go to our website, check out anything you may have missed there. And of course, download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free and you'll get a lot of good stuff on there. So... We are headed out right now, and J-Love is on the way next. But first, it's time for the line of the day. DJ Joe Green, the official DJ of the Vegas Golden Knights, he joined us in studio, and he provides the soundtrack to all of the games at T-Mobile Arena, and he revealed to us the one time 
that he got in trouble with the NHL. There was a fight, and so I played What is Love by Hardaway. What is love, baby, don't hurt me. But the baby don't hurt me part is a guy getting punched in his face. Oh. And so, baby, don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's wincing. It's baby, don't hurt me. And it looked bad. Oh. And so my manager got an email from the league and was like, hey, that's cool and all, but you got to chill out. They were like, oh. they gave me a round of applause at our pregame meeting. And <laughs> she was like, I'm going to frame this letter because I've never had this. Love, got to be careful. I like his thought process. Yeah, I, I get where he was going with that. <laughs> well, that'll do it for show number 1855 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.